Hey everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial and Sigilite of the FLG, and I'm Seth the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. Kicker Bud, how you been doing? I I am doing freaking fantastic. I got a haircut. It's nice. Um, I, uh, I I got I, one too. You got a haircut too, right? Every day. I, I showered today. Life is good. I've also been painting nonstop because we have a little painting competition going on right now, Seth. Uh, mm-hmm. Who can get mm-hmm. to 2,000 points first with a beautifully painted army? I think we're having two metrics, right? Uh, getting to 2,000 points and having... Oh, 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 now we're going to set metrics on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This has got to be objective. This has got to be fair um, because we know you're a better painter and you generally paint faster than me. So I have to like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm screwed either way. But yes, we'll find out. We'll We'll find out. out. Uh, If you are listening to our podcast. uh, Go ahead. Well, people are listening to our podcast. They're missing out on these wonderful visual elements of our show. Uh, Can we we bring down my hobby progress, please? I am very proud of what I've been working on the past week. Uh, You should also listen to our our show or watch our show live so you get to be part of the chat. That's always fun. There we go, Seth. That is 20 of my warriors ready to go. I got to put some decals on there. I'm waiting for custom decals. That's my special sauce, man. I know you may be able to beat me on the painting, but I got like the hobby hacks. I got the you, you do screen. you do have the decals on yeah. i didn't i don't have any on mine yet oh yeah yeah can we can we show the next yet. slide i'm really proud of this this next one right here right so this is like a little kit bash here that's my medic i gave him a little astro militarum medi kit oh thing. that's where you got that bit from yeah yeah yeah. it's from the scions but i was able to cut it off je- like cut the hand off just, just perfect right. and it fits very smoothly so my medic nice. stands out what, what have you been up to seth i know you've been a well painting like i, Mad I also have been doing some hobbying but right. i've right. i've been while well, i hobby i've been on it's october i've been on my horror movie kick um <laughs> In the last week, I've watched uh, Freddy versus Jason, Halloween Kills, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight and Part Nine. Um, so I've just been having a, I, yeah, I've been having a blast with it. Um, and I, I am, I am firmly in the camp of Michael Myers is the best villain. Um, you know, I even, I even, you know, loaded up some some memory to support my oh, opinion. We, <laughs> uh, we have the lovely Jamie Lee Curtis. When people confuse Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, Jason Voorhees is a a, a, a horrible villain. He's just like he. It's probably the easiest acting job in Hollywood because you stand there and then you stab. <laughs> you don't walk. You just stab. <laughs> Well, um, if you guys are in chat, tell us what your favorite uh, Halloween, you know, haunted movie villain yeah. is. Ta- Apparently, Tom Nagachi got me. Yeah. I am prepping for Halloween ends. Oh, there we go. There we go. It's next week, Kicker. You uh, should come with me. <laughs> it sounds terrifying. I can't watch scary movies because I already get scared I, enough. I, I tried doing Hellraiser last week, and I watched the first one, and I was like, man, that was really bad and then i was like man i wonder if it gets better from here because there's like eight movies in that franchise no i checked the metacritic scores they do not i've i have i have reached the zenith of what that particular <laughs> franchise had to offer but but so. said hellraiser's the guy with like the nails in his head or yeah, some shit yeah, right pinhead. yeah what's his deal because i've i've not watched the he's hellraiser. a demon he's a demon a that pleasure. has nails in his head that's just it's basically thing. slash Okay. Pain is pleasure. Oh, okay. Okay. There we go. All right. So, well, thank anyway, you. That's, that's so actually. it's chaos. It's, it's right. the chaos well, cult, the movie. We have to um, focus on the really important yeah, yeah. thing here. What yeah, we have do, you I done? do have some hobby progress. Yeah. You know, uh, we can pop that up. I did. I only finished 10 uh, Arkin <sighs> Warriors. Please. But you can yeah, see them here TV, in man. all their glory. Maybe. Uh, can we, can we see, maybe. can we see this? Hobby progress. Oh, okay. There we go. And I still have the crystals magnetized. So we're all looking pretty sweet. And then kicker to prove to you and the fans that I am a long time Votan player. I painted up this guy, our next slide here. Original Voltan. 
player. Right? Yeah, oh, look, at wow. that. look at that original no 1987 vote squat with a melting gun, folks. Do we have a side by side? I'm I'm so no, curious. we do not. I okay, should get we, that. We need but to see the much scale shorter. creep here. Yeah, he's right? much shorter. That is um, and then just to keep going, yeah. I, I actually did an orc model. Um, oh, so geez. that is the orc enclosed cab truck uh, from Forge World. <laughs> so I, I've had that kit laying around that I just kind of in between painting phases did that one so i mean is that is that a flex right there you're like i i'm gonna kick kicker's ass regardless so i can paint a few orcs in between yeah, exactly the, the, all right fine fine yeah well, that's, I, believe well, that's, that's, I am trying to go to an event at the end of this month um and i'm i'm not gonna have my votan painted in a time so i'm still playing orcs so i gotta get them painted up you gotta get them painted well uh, yeah. at the end of this little competition we will be having some amazing celebrity paint judges uh critique us and maybe give oh, us advice yeah. you know uh, maybe give you a lot of advice, Seth, because I'm going to kick. Wow, wow, ass, wow. Right? Give me a lot of advice. Okay, <laughs> no, I see how it is. No, no, no. Honestly, dude, your, your stuff, as always, looks really good. I'm, I'm excited to see how we take the same exact basic army and, mm -hmm. and how it looks totally different on yeah, the And taking a different direction. Right. Uh, have Pick you been building those pioneers? What? Have you been, I have built you been, one set of pioneers. I haven't painted them yet. We were actually texting about it. Yeah. I'm going to, I built, I have, I have six sets of pioneers. Six uh, sets? Yeah. I have 18 pioneers. Yeah, you're going all in. All right, all right. I, I, well, it's a small enough range that getting three of everything isn't that hard. Yeah. Yet, but did um, you not want to like stab yourself after building the first three? Because I was. No, not I love building them. them. I really? love building models. No, That's no, the most I, I like building models, but those are little demons. Like, man, I hated yeah. building the pioneers. I think the models look great. Once again, this is another example where the GW models look way better in person than the photos. Like, I saw the photos, I was not, nope, not excited. But after building the first set, I'm like, I love these models, just hated the building process. Um, getting the guy with the, the, I guess, the cloak that's hanging over the sides to, to fit in just perfectly. So, you know, I've just, it's I don't easy. know. It's easy for you. It was, it was, it, it was not hard for me to build. We were talking about actually painting them. Um, yeah, I didn't do them in sub assemblies, yeah. so I'm just going to paint up that set of three and see how they go. And if I absolutely hate painting them fully assembled, I'll do them in sub assemblies. But I did figure out how to magnetize the gun on the uh, heavy weapon one. Oh, really? Really? Mm -hmm. Really? Uh, you're going to have to do a little side video for that or something, because I'm sure a lot of people are curious. But in general, let's just be clear, though. In general, we're just taking the high last rotary, right? Because that's the cool kid gun. The other gun oh, seems... Yeah. yeah, there's no reason to take the beamer yet. You, um, do you want nine shots? Because yeah. you can yes. have nine shots. Yes, yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, let's jump into some new product talk. You yeah. know, there's nothing too crazy this week, guys. But it looks like, you know, one of my friends sent me a text uh, message with a photo. It looks like Joy Toy is releasing Tau. Joy Toy are making those super realistic yeah. action figures. They've got some orcs, they've got some chaos, they've got space marines, guard, and now Tau, which makes sense. Joy Toy, I believe, is a Japanese company. You know, the whole, you know. is uh, yeah. No, I think Joy Toy is the one that just did all the super realistic space marines. You know, I think. It's not I think it's McFarlane that does the orcs. The oh, no, Joy Toy just, has orcs too. Yeah, definitely. Joy, they don't have as many. Go Google this. If you're right now on your computer, Google this. Joy Toy's Warhammer uh, line has just like grown out of nowhere. They have all the vehicles, right? They have the the dreadnoughts and all that fun stuff. But what's really cool is they actually have orcs, and they have yeah. Are yeah you looking man, at the orcs? This is going to cost me a lot more. money. They have a it? knob riding a squig. All right. How cool is that? Right. So, so this yeah, is going to cost me a lot more money yeah, now. Yeah. 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 And it's like, yeah, it's like $120 for the knob on squig. Now, most of this is not really uh, not in person. You got to reorder it. They're coming out this, you know, winter. But check out the Joy Toy action figure range for Worm. Yeah. There we go. Boom. Right there on our screen. It's oh, man. ridiculously not talked oh, about. Man. Like, how are people not flipping out about these cool uh, action figures? Mm -hmm. So, this so, is yeah. 
This is yeah. a problem. Yeah, they have they, they have commandos, dude. They have a bunch of commandos. I know, it's, I know, yeah, right? Oh, right. Crap. And and the like the backpacks and all that stuff comes off the commandos. It's fully posable. Uh, yeah. There we go. There's the knob on on the screen. Yeah. No, I see him. I so it looks like there is going to be Tau, which is, of course, going to involve the suits and probably some infantry. So, so keep your eyes open for that. Um, we're going to jump over to Battle Foam. Battle Foam has released a kill team, I guess, set of foam that you can put into your foam box that you get with the kill team set, which is pretty – it's a pretty nice little setup. So basically, you can keep all your, your kill team terrain and the miniatures associated with it perfectly organized. And I thought that was a pretty innovative little uh, creation. Um, we've also got some, some – uh, Super sweet stuff happening with the Warhammer Plus thing. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. actually have a Warhammer Plus account, but I was kind of inter- – do you have a Warhammer Plus account, Seth? I do. You do? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, best show to watch. What is – like if I'm going to watch one show – I, I really like the Exodite show. It's only yeah. like three episodes, unfortunately, but mm. it was really interesting because it was about basically like an Eldar Exodite. Like Tau and Imperium are fighting. Rah, and the Tau keep trying to negotiate with the Imperium, and the Exodite keeps executing all the negotiators. <laughs> Wow. Uh, cool. Uh, but is it really a show? It's more like a mini series at that point, right? Like, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. They, well, they definitely left off on a cliffhanger. So yeah. like, there's plenty more, more to, to be come. covered. Cool. And, cool. and so I'm like, I want more of that. We'll check this out. You know, Warhammer has all these uh, amazing licensing deals, and I guess they're using Warhammer Plus to kind of offer some of these uh, just partnerships, you know, let people try them out. So if you like Warhammer Total War and you have Warhammer Plus, guess what? You can start getting some awesome content for that video game. I think you're going to be able to get some ogre characters for free or whatnot. So I'm like, ah. Yeah, I've, well, Warhammer Warhammer 3 is a very big game. So yeah, um, I, I'm sure extra characters are great. I it's almost too big for me at this point. Really? It's so much because you can combine it with the first game and the second game and have like a billion races and a billion characters. Uh, someone in chat, uh, Ayla, yeah. is asking if we can see the chat. Yes, we can see the chat. Seth, what's going on? Um, the and then Anything? there's this person called Adam Camilleri. Uh, <laughs> and it says, brilliant. why was my face on the last show? Someone tell me. Adam, sometimes we just want to feel close to you. Yeah. Yeah. Our, and our marketing you know, department just finds some random, you know, photos and throws it on. Oh. Oh. Which one of us is on the Wait, right? Am I the, the right or the left? I think kicker's the right. I don't know, but you're, you're, I think Kicker's the right. Oh, I, I don't think know. of the two of us. You, you're the you're two on the right, bud. Uh, I don't know, man. You're pretty cute. So yeah, but whatever. Whoever whoever gets it. Uh, thank you for the compliments, people. Uh, all right, let's keep on going, guys. What's happening with Underworlds? Have you played Underworlds? I know you haven't played the recent one, Seth, but the new Gnarl Woods thing is coming out, and that's a full set. Everything you need. Um, I've been told by very informed sources that the new box set is going to be the one to jump on. Like if you have right. kind of thought about playing before, this new set is kind of like Kill Team revamped and and awesome and ready to play right out the box. Um, and we'll probably be having Warhammer Underworlds actually at SoCal. We, we have the tournament there, but we're going to have some free play on Friday. Before oh, be cool. it, it really does feel like a good beer and pretzels game to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be like the funny thing is Warhammer Worlds is supposed to be the really competitive game made by Games Workshop. Like it's it's designed to be super balanced and it has part. I, I guess I say beer and pretzels because it's so much shorter, okay. like a round of like it's like three turns. You can literally play it break you know yeah 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 totally totally yeah. Uh, all right uh seth we should probably talk about something super special can we can we talk about something super special like yep yep something something hot drum, off the presses yeah drum roll drum roll drum roll guys frontline gaming known for their amazing terrain is finally making <laughs> there we go that's a, that's a pretty good drum roll seth i appreciate it all right uh, <laughs> there, we go, there we go there we go 
Frontline Gaming, guys, known for the terrain. Their mats is making Marvel Crisis Protocol terrain. It is gorgeous. I can show you a sneak peek. No one else has ever seen this. It's the first time you're ever going to see it. Wow, there you go. Boom, beautiful. It looks a lot like a normal, I guess, everyday Americana terrain, you know, just normal gas stations and banks and kind of like the MCP, uh, I guess the Asmoj or AMG uh, manufactured terrain, except ours is way more affordable and pre-comes pre-painted. So nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're pretty excited. There's, there's a, there's going to be a full range of this stuff. If you Mm -hmm. are going to SoCal at the end of this month, we will have at least one, probably two tables so you can test this brand new train out and it is fun marvel crisis protocol is a fun game because you get to interact yeah. with the train in a way that you don't do with most other miniature games so it's, I've, it's- I've heard a lot about it but i i guess i'm not i haven't really like handled a lot of like mcp models or terrain no. how much different is it like scale wise than 40k like I, I think the scale is pretty uh, on point, but it's just thematically, it's it's really just yeah. current day. So it, 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 you can't use your you know Octarius kill team terrain for for MCP. It just doesn't fit the vibe. Um, but the scale is 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 I think it's a little smaller scale, but not like you, you could still get away with. If you had 40k terrain and you want to try MCP, you can definitely get away with it for now. Okay. But half the time, reason we play these games right is for that cool cinematic. Yeah, yeah you know, in, immersion. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, Seth, sh- I guess we, we, uh, you know, I, I don't have anything too crazy to talk about ex- for the frontline gaming events. I mean, we, we have SoCal coming up at the end mm-hmm. of the month, mm-hmm. which is, which is great. You know, that's gearing up to be a really solid event. Uh, I was kind of like, Oh, are we going to top next year? Yeah. We're growing the neck growing from next, uh, last year. I mean, we, I, I also wanted to drop this little, you know, um, I guess a bit of excitement. We did get three pallets, three pallets in of high roller, uh, <laughs> high roller product uh, that you, if you got a high pallets. Uh, yeah pallets yeah pallets from one person that and these are all going in the uh, the high roller bags so um, I I I I I kind of hinted at it a couple weeks back but I can't like get excited till I see the actual pallets in the warehouse and let's just say you're probably gonna need an extra you're gonna need to check a bag to get back home once you have your high roller bag so just just bear that in mind folks there are no more high roller bags available for sale on the website but there will be a lot of stuff to buy at again and frontline gaming can ship them for you if you ask very very nicely but don't ask me because i have no idea how the shipping handles that you can ask her and then give them some cereal and i'll point you to the people that can actually do it yes yes i i i will be taking cereal throughout the lvo i am quite hungry and i have friends coming in from around the world that have promised me delicacies from their foreign lands so uh, in the form of cereal cereal delicacies <laughs> yes, mm, yes 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 dude no seriously uh, um seth why don't you take us into the flgn and, and what's going on anything yeah so this week uh we had an a valisode over at Grim After Dark uh, to be differentiated from a Dickisode. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoy the Valisodes because, you know, Val Val's always got some good banter. I can remember back to the, his formative years on Chapter Tactics and even before that on Forge the Narrative. So it's good to hear him behind the mic now it and is, then. Is. And also you, you know? can say Valisode as many times as you want, not like Dickisode, which had the FCC calling us a few times last week. That's so. true. So Valisode is totally sensor friendly. So no problems there. <laughs> Um, and I got an apology from, from Grim Kicker. Oh, really? An apology? Yeah. It was After I threatened to, that, that I told everyone to go hug them, uh, <laughs> they apologized. The so, so uh, apparently that's all you got to do is just threaten to hug John. And apparently John and Danny so. do not like being hugged. All right. Danny didn't apologize. No. He said he did nothing wrong. So I've got to figure out what gets to him. 
Hey, I don't um, want to segue too much, but on the Frontline Gaming community group on on Facebook, we you know we do this you know work in progress Wednesday. There's a there's a community guy. This guy's not a Frontline Gaming staff member. He's just a really nice human being that likes to get everyone pumped about sharing their hobby progress. And every Wednesday in the group, people share their photos. It's 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 really nice. It kind of keeps you in check, keeps you accountable. And Danny posted some beautiful models on there. I was really impressed. So yeah, Danny, good job, him? man. Very proud of your vote. Why are we telling him good things? Because I'm trying, I'm trying to, to figure out how to get under his skin. Okay. and you're over here complimenting him. <laughs> I'm just a genuinely nice human being. All right, Seth, what else is happening on the FLG and anything else we want to discuss? I mean, I, yeah. that's about it. You can all check out the Thursday show that the lovely Adam Campbell, who's in chat and confuses the why he was used as a thumbnail <laughs> in the previous weeks. You can find him there along with uh, the rest of the Thursday crew. Yeah, they did an amazing episode last week going into yeah. the LGT. I really enjoyed the the in-depth coverage of, they do, of that. They do a lot. I, th I think the Thursday show really needs to do, you know, every now and then like a recap of these major events, you know, just, you know, maybe just a 10 minute segment of, hey, what went down? At uh, uh, an early Thursday show. An early Thursday show. <laughs> oh, or, or a Tuesday edition of the Thursday show. <laughs> <laughs> the Thursday show, Tuesday edition. I love it. Love uh, it. We're, we're getting some feedback from a mysterious uh, restream voice. It says, stay in your lane, kicker. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I guess that's the uh, producer there. Uh, I don't know where to. that came from. I'm not, I'm it's not, just the internet said, stay in your I, lane, man. Guys, who I'm knows who's on that? Head. I'm not creative at all. Let's just focus back on, <laughs> on reading our notes. <laughs> Well, someone wants you to stand up to see your height. Um, oh. I got news for for Ayla. Um, he toe. is standing. <laughs> yeah, legit people. I I actually have a standing desk. I'm I'm at right He's now. He's a hobbit. Yeah, I am. He's I my am. lovely little hobbit. Yes, I am. There's hobbit a reason rapping. we go by the term Shrek and Donkey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I, I am okay with it. I'm I'm very okay with it. Yeah. All um, right. Yeah. Let's hit the main segment. Let's so, do it. Uh, you know, kicker, I don't know if you noticed, but, uh, there's been an emergency FAQ of the Votan. Hmm. That's unprecedented. The, Has this ever un happened the book, before? the book was out like in the special army box for like less than a week, mm -hmm. legal street date, five days. And GW had released a FAQ five days post-release. Um, there was a lot of buzz that the book was very strong. A lot of people that had early access to the book, uh, had played it in advance, excuse me. We also and did a had a leak, you know, well in advance. Yeah, there was a big leak. Rules. There was the previewers, the people that previewed that um, you could, from the previewers, basically get basically all the rules you needed to play a game. And it was very, very strong. Um, I myself played a few games in advance and it was very, very strong. Um, so they did a few adjustments. Uh, they did um, Eye of the Ancestors, which is their rule for uh judgment tokens were a six or a five or a four to hit auto wounds yeah they they turned that into um instead of counting as a six to wound which triggered a lot of certain guns and strategy mechanics they just turned it into just counting as a wound yeah um so that prevents things like the magna rails from the wound spilling over or the ion strat from dealing a bunch of automatic mortal wounds um, and then they basically increased the points on everything and i went everything. through and actually checked it but Every single thing got their points increased. Um, importantly, though, GW didn't just drop this FAQ into the environment and walk away. They actually had a whole article explaining their decision making here. They actually had a nice little fun, you know, parody video with James Workshop. The video was around. Let's, let's, let's yeah. give him credit, man. That video was well done. It was yeah. funny, but they, also apologetic. It was. And and I I personally would rather them do this right now, fix it five days post-release, than to wait because they the the quote that I took from them, they 
point out that the reason they dropped the FAQ now, before the full range is released, before you can get the codex and all the models outside the army box, is so that you know what you're buying when you try to buy a full 2,000-point army. Um, I think that's a that's a strong move for them because everyone's always saying that GW makes broken rules to sell models. And if that was really the case, they wouldn't have FAQ'd this book five days post-drop. Yeah, and I mean, let's remember they haven't even released the majority of the army, right? Like, I yeah. mean, there's like, many vehicles. They, they they were about to be able to sell land fortresses faster than they could print them, mm -hmm. um, and they upped the points on a land fortress by seventy points. Yeah, moving from two thirty to three hundred. Yeah. So they they are actively working towards game balance and not necessarily sales in this scenario. Um, so I think that's important for us to recognize and commend them for. I do know that there are some salty Votan players, and and I pulled my favorite salty Votan player meme uh, for everyone um, because you know they dove in on the army, and before they could even get the models fully built and painted, GWs already nerfed the army. Um, look, man, if you're jumping into this army on release, you're doing it because, or you should be doing it because you like the models and you like the the, the lore of a new army. Um, buying in heavily on any army immediately at release is a recipe to be disappointed um and, I, and, and seth it's like that with a lot of things in life right not yeah. just toy soldiers but like you I'm buy still a new car, for our first generation car. my lovely meme all right look at that a first generation car a first generation phone there's always going to yeah. be those weird you know issues that are gonna have to get updated so that the second generation third generation yeah. suddenly get better i mean i yeah when when iron hands were real 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 mm -hmm. broke before they had gotten any faqs in eighth edition i had bought three repulsor executioners and they nerfed them and i still ended up playing three repulsor executioners yeah. um they weren't as good um but i kind of knew that risk going in that if i buy a bunch of this stuff there's a good chance they're going to change it and then i might have a bunch of plastic that just sits around um, which is fine. If, if you're a collector and you're building the army, it's big deal if, okay, cool, that unit's not good anymore. Well, I'm still going to have it around one day. It'll be good again. I like how it looks on my shelf. It was a fun model to build or paint, etc. So, um, I don't really think it was a bad call on GW's part. What do you think? I think that the reaction quickly was was perfect, man. I I mean, I I've gone. I thought about it a lot, right? We've had a few. We've had a week to think about it, and I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm glad they made decisions quickly, as opposed to suddenly get to this tournament scene and just nothing but you know eight Voltan in the top eight. Like that's just not 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 fun. What yeah. I do think is a little interesting is that um, I don't want to use the word reckless, but it was a very like it was it was like point cost. Everything goes up. I, I felt mm -hmm. like. Clearly, some units don't need to go up. I mean, you know, like the uh, what is it, the heavy weapon guys? Come on, the you Thunderkin, know, the Thunderkin, and then the Terminator equivalents. Like that was a really heavy-handed point increase. I think that it could have been a little bit more of a gradual point increase to to find that balance. But I guess it's easier to just totally kick them in the in the balls and then slowly, uh, you know, get them back on their feet. Yeah. As opposed, I, to, you know, I I was in a lot of conversations before it came out about how would you nerf Votan. And the problem is they have sort of like AdMech where they have a lot of interconnecting rules and synergies. Yeah. And it's not an easy like thing to say this rule changes and that rule changes and this rule changes and that balances the army out. So I really thought the only way to 
balance the army was just to jack up points. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. But but and Seth, the 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 judgment token thing, right? I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. want to go there, but I guess we we got to, right? We're talking about it. The judgment token thing that directly goes against a lot of the important elements of the book. I mean, suddenly now you don't roll a wound, and so many of the strats involve you know. There's like only one strat. The, the IR strat. strat. Well, okay, so it's not that. Okay, so there's a few. Yeah. There's, 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 it, there's. I think there was four things total in the codex that were affected by it. But the, those were, I guess, the four things everyone was talking about. I mean, do you feel no, like? Do you think I, that- I think there's the the beam rules are still very strong, and I think are probably still one of the strongest things. And the, they were one of the strongest things before the nerf. They're still one of the strongest things. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think the auto wounding, it helped the Magna Rails, but like, let's be honest, there's there's other ways to get an auto six. If you really want a Magna Rail to get a six to wound, you take Uthar the Destined, you, ro- you, sh- one, you yeah. shoot at something that doesn't have a grudge to, or judgment token on it, you hit, and then you say it counts as a six to wound. Boom, there you go. Yeah. Or what you do is, all right, I'm putting all my small arms fire from my, my Hearthkin unit. They're going to go shoot a bunch of infantry that have a bunch of judgment tokens on them. And then I'm going to take my magma rails and I'm just going to fish for sixes on that vehicle over there. But it doesn't really matter if I get a six because I always ignore invulns and I'm doing multi damage to a a multi wound target. And Seth, you know, realistically, that's more how the magma rail is supposed to work, right? It's not supposed to be, you know, killing out a squad of infantry with one shot because you're able to basically force feed a six. It's designed to take out big vehicles and whatnot. So I guess that is more cinematic, right? Or more realistic in this unrealistic game um seth but the points though man okay so okay so you're, you're okay you seth are personally okay with the judgment rule what about the points in general do you think some of the points were a little unwarranted or too much i mean you 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 pay attention way more I, than I I, well it's it's kind of you know it looks like sort of a, a flat increase a lot of things across the board yeah um i think you know there's a lot of things that are still really good for their points like Hearthkin at 12 points a model. They're the only troop choice, but they're still a really good troop choice for 12 points a model. Um, I even think the the land fortress at 300 is still viable. Um, It might not be that you get three in a list anymore. You might just get two. two. Yeah. Um, You know, but it's still really good. Um, I personally really like Berserkers and Sagittar. Um, Yeah, they went up a, a good chunk of points, but I basically went from a list that had 30 Berserkers and six Sagittar to... 25 Berserkers and five Sagittar. It wasn't a huge knockdown. I also got like rid of like an extra unit of Hearthkin I wasn't using, but it still like has a really strong damage output for that army. Um, The things that I don't understand, I know some people were really, really hot on Hearthguard and them going up 10 points a model. I think you're right that I wasn't seeing those in a lot of the early list. 450 Uh, points for a 10-man squad. That's that's just too much. I don't think anyone was running Thunderkin in mass, so I think those just kind of got caught up. My bad. No, no, I, I said Hearthguard first, okay. but now I'm I'm moving on to Thunderkin. Okay, I think I don't I didn't see anyone running those in mass, so I I think those were just kind of a baseline percent increase that the entire book got. And the champion going up twenty points, I was also a little surprised about. Yeah. He's a good character, but he is not like immediately broken combos, hurl him into things, and they explode. Like he's 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 good, but he's not that good to go up twenty points. So I was surprised to see him to get a bigger bump than things like the call got. Because yeah. the call is a really good character. Yeah. 
So, well, anyway. you know, we, we know they're constantly going to be analyzing this new army. We'll probably see an adjustment in a few months from now yeah. before, before I, I think the army is still very strong, particularly if um, fast forwarding, there's a balanced data site that maybe hammers down on some of the more aggressive builds that are out there. I think Votan are still very strong, could very well end up being kind of top of the meta, even with the, the adjustments we've seen here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think anything at this point is not playable in the army? Like, is there anything we just got to, you know, well, this is not, you're not going to see this on the table. I don't know. I mean, you, you have to work to make the Thunderkin work, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they're unplayable. I think there's, there's things that are more optimum than them in the Codex. But I think you could pray if, if you really love Thunderkin, you could run an army of them. If you love uh, Hearthguard and you just want to pay out the nose for them, you could run a bunch of them. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think there's options there. I think, I think. You have to keep in mind, like if these were if these profiles were in any other book, we would be like all about them. Yeah. Like some uh, crush and fool in chat is is or not crush and fool. Uh, Hyder Thor uh, is saying, oh, 45 points for two wounds apiece. If I could have those guns with that armor save at 45 points and a blue skill three and an orc army, I would do it every day. What's a what's a mega knob running you? What, what's a I know it's three a mega knob. Yeah, is 40 points. It's it's three wounds. But it's shooting sucks. It's shooting sucks. But it's way better in close combat, right? I mean, yeah, but it moves five combat? inches. Yeah, okay. Well, these move five inches too. These move. But these move five inches and shoot your butt from across the board. <laughs> they, sure. they can Bam. shoot your butt. They can shoot your butt. Uh, yeah. Seth, I think that I guess one of the things I am kind of concerned about is the army is let's just call it balanced. Let's just use the term balanced or more fair now. Um, but I'll go I, more fair. More fair, more fair. Now. Balance, the army more is fair. more fair now. I mean, you don't think this this is a top tier army at this point? I mean, come I on. I do. I do, do think that this army. I think once we have the full range out for this army and people have caught up hoppy progress wise, I think you're going to see this topping the meta. Well, we, well, I guess we'll find out. It's so SoCal. We won't have vehicles, unfortunately, or yeah. any other stuff. But yeah, a lot of events are kind of going in the same way that SoCal has gone, which is if the actual model is out, you're good. You can play that or play whatever conversions of that model you get approved by your TO. If the model's not out for real yet, you can't do a conversion. And the so, reason is because we can't, you know, know what the size is. Yeah, of the exactly. Model. We can speculate, yeah. but we need the conversion to be the appropriate yeah. size and, and whatnot. Exactly. And so I think we're because of that slow rollout, you might have kind of the, you know, the slow boil with the frog in the pot scenario, or <laughs> at first we're yeah, not yeah. like, you know, you, you see him doing well, but you're not like, this is crazy, but like yeah. it slowly creeps up on you versus like if it had a full range out right away. Um, Kelsey has a great comment that I have to repeat for you, kicker. Do it. Team Panda Farts will shoot your butt. Panda Farts. I love it. <laughs> Someone was watching last week. Team Panda Farts. Yes. Uh, if, if you missed out on Panda Farts, go back and watch last week's episode. You'll be enlightened. Um, <laughs> Enlightening is definitely the term <laughs> I would use for Panda Farts. <laughs> um, but, but, but Seth, while a lot of these you know armies have a pretty good secondary game, well, look, we look at Necrons right now, right? I mm-hmm. think the secondary game, even the primary game really, is, is going to be a bit challenging for this army. So that's kind of how I felt like you had the- Yeah, I mean, we're, we're yeah. spinning off in the game theory a little bit. All right, here, all right, but, right, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Uh, well, no, no, no. I'm happy because I'm happy to chat about it. We've, we're not too far behind tonight. Uh-huh. Um, so there, there's basically the, there, there's two schools of thought right now in, in how to play ninth edition. And they, they frequently get called solitaire and unga bunga. 
<laughs> okay. I, Solitaire is, <laughs> I'm going to sit on my side of the board. I'm going to try not to interact with you, and I'm going to try to score 90 to 100 points. Necrons do that a lot. Eldar do that a lot. Sisters do that a lot. Um, right, let's get to Ungabunga, though. The, this one sounds Unga, more Unga is, I'm going to come across the board and table you. <laughs> and then whatever I score is great because you don't exist. Yeah, you don't exist. So, yeah. Um, and and uh, a lot of armies like Tau are doing a lot of that anymore. Um, like Thomas Ogden is on a tear I don't know that we have seen in some time. He's and the man basically either like tables you or gets tabled that's his only two results um and he's lost one tournament game this edition or not this edition this year um so very much all it and i think when i say i say this because i think votan is an ungabunga army there are secondaries you're right don't don't really allow for you to play really cagey and trading with your opponent you're just like look i'm coming out i'm gonna shoot everything you have and you're gonna die and then whatever else you bring out i'm gonna shoot that too yeah that's gonna die yeah and then i don't have to worry about scoring primary or you know i can score primary without the threat of you killing me because you're dead and whatever i scored on my primaries is probably more than what you scored on your primary because you're dead yeah um so yeah it's very much just coming at you with maximum aggression well uh, okay, so Votan or Ungabunga, I guess we'll be seeing them soon. I know that when I was looking at the SoCal list, there's uh, you know elite people like coming to SoCal and people I know that what they're bringing, quite a few people are bringing Votan, but it's just infantry. That's, you know, and some bikes, but let's- I let's mean, it still could be really strong because all, all of that infantry and like the Hearthkin and the Pioneers, that's all OBSEC. Yeah, and those and Pioneers if they, if, are good. I mean, those And if are, they run Greater Thurian, they count as double models. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. double obsec. Good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they can they can they can win the they can win the primary game possibly. Yeah. Uh, Seth, also because we are just talking about SoCal, might as well say this right now, guys. Uh, the FAQ form is up uh, right now. You can see the link on our yep. Facebook. Get community. your questions in. Yeah. Now you can get your questions in regarding rules and and only for like that's how you get your rules answered for SoCal. After SoCal, you'll yeah. be able to you know you'll see those same for, uh, form go up for, for instance. LDL. If you had a question about say I don't know. Uh, crew for an artillery piece is counting as a model or not and whether or not that can wait, 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 I would probably put that in there we gotta preface this alright guys we didn't do it earlier because we weren't sure if it was um, faux pas to talk, bring this up we're just gonna do it right now the jank of the week Seth tell people what this week's jank is this, this week's jank of the week is brought to you by um, <laughs> some high level uh, high uh, profile players we'll call it uh, from the LGT that there was an argument started over the crew on an artillery piece did they count as models or not uh, because they don't have a profile like uh, the best thing I could play to since I'm, I play orcs is a mech gun has five Gretchen with it but the mech gun rule says you don't draw a line of sight you don't draw range or anything to that Gretchen model you use the gun for everything and the player was arguing that the crew that don't count for line of sight or measurement were still physically there. So you couldn't place your model to charge his gun platform, which is, it's, it's yes, that's, that's really, platform. that's, that's, if that's not directly cheating, that is angle shooting <laughs> to the billiards degree, I think. Um, so yeah, that's, that, that, that sparked a situation between two players where they literally got into an argument about what the score was at the end of the game and the judges told them 
very bluntly that you have X amount of time to submit a score so that the rest of the event can proceed. And those players could not agree. And they ended up both getting a zero and taking an L that round because oh. they refused to agree and were holding up the tournament for that's a 700 plus person tournament. Yeah. Like those two guys up. were arguing and holding up 688 or 98 people's, yeah. you know, next round. <laughs> you that cannot was hold a, up a tournament. We got a schedule to keep guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the judges told you what to do. They, and you got to follow the judge rules. That's plain and simple guys. You don't like the answer the judge gives you. There are methods, you know, you can, if, if you're some tournaments have, uh, head judges and lower rank judges. If you're in such, you can always ask for a head judge ruling. But once you get that ruling, that's that. Yeah. And I'll tell you, most of the head judges I know are going to back up their other judges. So they're probably not going to change that ruling. So you just got to go with what you got. And if you have an edge case question like that, you know, trying to use support weapon battery crewmen to block charges, I would probably put that in as a a uh, question for the rules team Ask uh, here for our events uh, like SoCal. So you get that in writing in advance yes. um, so that you can you can have that in the ready and know how you're supposed to be playing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, obviously it's important for SoCal. As soon as SoCal is done, literally the following week, we open it up for LVO where we know we'll have many, many mm -hmm. questions flooding us. But uh, that's good. We want those questions in advance then right and let's discuss our competitive uh top cop oh God, i can't speak a competitive copy stop stop my dog let's speaking get into our me. itc recap Thank for you, the week seth. all right seth take it away or our val take it away all right here we go first in the warhammer 40k itc rankings we got vic vj second place jack harpster still hanging in there three david gaylard in fourth place we got colin mcdade fifth thomas ogden sixth manny chima seventh John Lennon, nice to see you up there, pal. Eighth, Nassim Fushane. Ninth, Ennis Wilson. That must be a mistake. And tenth, Mike Porter. Uh, definitely seems like a clerical mistake, but <laughs> it looks like uh, Jack Harpster was only hold on to the top spot for one week there before Vic Come reclaimed on, uh, the top for the uh, Europeans. Hey, yeah. who actually won the LGT? Yeah, who, do we know who won um, the LGT? It was a guy named Andrew. I actually don't remember his last name, but it was Nassim and Andrew were in the finals. Oh, wow. Cool. So but, but Nassim this had a great run. Nassim jumped on Tau two weeks ago. Oh, wow. And made it to the finals of LGT. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we th this week's uh, comp track does not take into account LGT yet, that I'm assuming. No, it does. It does? Oh, okay, cool. I think it does. Yeah. I assume that's how Vic got up there. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. What's happening so now? The hobby track. Take it away. All right. We're going on to the hobby track. We got Jacob Thayer in first, Dean Pritchard following it up, Derek Page in third, Aaron Kelman, and Lou Rollins rounding out the top five. Shall we just keep on going to AOS because we have no pictures? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep. Let's right. do it. We're going to Age of Sigmar. We're going through the whole top 10 here. It's our friend. It's our pal. It's Gavin Grigar, followed by Anthony Trentinelli, Jeremy Vessier, Matt Beasley. That's why I wanted to do this, so I could say Beasley again. All Fifth right. place is Ridge Hanna. We're going top 10 here. Sixth place, Thomas Guan. What's Guanin? Seventh, Caleb Walters. Eighth, Zach Kennedy. Ninth, Emma Mangles. And 10th, Michael Vaginos? Vaginos. <laughs> <laughs> sorry can we just kickers giggling, then, hold, kickers hold, on, giggling. hold on we what? have we have hot hot info here oh, oh. So, uh chat 
chat let me know i can confirm that the lgt scores are into the itc scores okay. i was checking that for vic but uh alexandra alexandre uh sacco who is a french player um would you like to know how many uh itc scores alexandre has uh i mean going one two three two two one is the LGT Monday RTT pods where he came in ninth place. <laughs> and then his other score is the LGT main event where he wow. took first. Wow. Now, so I, I have been told that the been? French, where is well, this I have been told that the French don't do a lot on BCP and BCP is what feeds the ITC rankings. Yeah. Um, so it may be that he's been, I, I, I'd like to know more if folks could get in touch, but I, I assume that he's been playing pretty heavily in France and just, because they don't do a lot on BCP, we just haven't seen his data, so to speak, get out there. Do we know if he's on the WTC team for France? Uh, if he's not, he better damn well yeah, be after be this. Right. Jeez, geez, yeah, cool. Uh, should we get the Age of Sigmar hobby track? Age of Sigmar hobby track coming in hot and fresh. We're we're leading it off with Robert Schneider, second place Ricky Fisher, third place Matt Beasley, fourth place Jeremy Williams, fifth place Evan Markham. Russ Standard, Nick Garcia, Anthony Trentinelli, Gareth Thomas, and Matthew Barker rounding out the top 10. And I'm out. All right. Thank you, sir, Val. And, and uh, uh, chat points out that um, I'm assuming it's Alexandre. Uh, he dropped from the Monday RTT because he was in the finals. So that ninth place score he has is just because he dropped. <laughs> so, like, he has one real I finish a tournament score. <laughs> So wow. I, how do we get him to the LVO? We yeah, need to, we, we need to get this guy at the LVO. Come on, dude. Come on down to the LVO. Play, play with all of us. It'll be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll make, I know Nassim's coming. Nassim can be your English translator if you don't speak English. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about it earlier today in our company chat. There's a bunch of people coming in from around the world for the LVO, which, which we have yeah. every year. But it's, it's kind of cool that it's such a global, you know, attendance. Uh, yeah. Seth, um, do we have any kind of things we want to wrap up the night's show with? Do we have any questions? I, I think we've had a, a pretty fun-filled night. We, we've had a lot of a lot of fun discussion. Um, chat's still going strong, uh, discussing uh, memes and and what team, uh, what WTC team should be snapping up this French phenom that we've seen here. Um, but I don't have any other thoughts for the night. Kicker, what thoughts do you have for the night? Oh, just I want you to know, Seth, the, the, the challenge has been declared. The gauntlet has been thrown. Uh, I'm taking you down of this painting competition so we'll see what happens mm -hmm. next week all right. right all right all right see what tricks you have up your sleeve yeah, yeah, mr yeah. i stole a bit from scions <laughs> i said just a few bits uh just a few bits seth all right uh, take us away man all right well thank you so much for joining us we really hope you enjoyed this episode of signals on the front line have a great week and we will see you next wednesday good night guys